Welcome to Magic Moonlog. I am your host, Dawn Marie Franzen, and this is a weekly series looking at the astrological forecast. So sit back and relax, and let's see what the moon and stars will bring us. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Magic Moonlog for the week of February 3 to 9. I hope your inbulk was wonderful. Um, we went out, we ended up going out to dinner and I lit a tea light candle. I actually did the inbulk sundown spell, um, which I told you guys about last week. So that was pretty cool. And we did get more snow, by the way. And um, this actually was kind of a lot, which I was surprised that we didn't have a snow day at my school because we did get quite a bit. And there were schools all around the area that were closing down. We ended up having a two-hour delay. Um, but it was kind of scary driving because it was pretty icy out, um, pretty slick. So, but... Everything looks so beautiful now because everything was white and it's just amazing. So before we get into the AstroCast for the week, let's talk about the Universal Month number for February 2024 since this is the first full week of February. So we use numerology to figure it out. And if you joined me last month... Um, well, it was actually a couple weeks ago because I did it kind of late. Um, we did the universal month number for January. <clears throat> so let the, we're going to use the numerology to figure it out. So February is the second month. So that's the number two. Easy, right? Then we take the year 2024. So we add two plus zero plus two plus four equals eight. So of course the number for the year will always be eight, right? For 2024, by the way. Anyway, now we take the two sums and add those together. So two, because February the second month, plus eight equals 10. And since that is a double digit and not a master number, we wanna to reduce to a single digit by adding one plus zero which equals one. So one is a universal number of the month for February 2024. And we will get into what it means after the astrological forecast because it will make more sense then. Um, and by the way, I do plan on doing another episode on numerology. Um, we're a little more advanced. So be on the lookout for that. I'm not quite sure when I'm going to do it. Um, I haven't planned that out yet, but I will do it soon. Um, so yeah, like I said, be on the lookout for that. And I will announce it when it's about to come out. So today, Saturday, February 3, the moon is in Scorpio. At 10.24 p.m. to 1.28 a.m. Sunday, the moon will be void, of course, and then it will enter into Sagittarius. And then at 2.19 a.m., the moon will be 60 degrees from Pluto, 
which means they are sextile. That's when two planets of compatible signs, think fire and air and earth and water, work well together. The sextile encourages an active exchange between the two planets involved. So there's just a little information on another aspect there. Um, like I said, we will get more into other aspects and transits as we go along. So then the moon is square, remember 90 degrees, with Saturn at 2.10 p.m. On Monday the 5th, the moon is sextile with the sun at 6.55 a.m. And Mercury enters Aquarius at 12.10 a.m. And then the moon squares with Neptune on Tuesday at 12.06 a.m. And also goes void until 7.08 a.m. when it enters Capricorn. And then at 7.18 p.m., we will have a moon sextile Saturn transit. On Wednesday the 7th, we'll have a Mars sextile Neptune transit at 7.20 p.m. On Thursday, the moon will be 60 degrees from Neptune at 2.30 a.m. The sun will square Uranus at 5.46 a.m. So I'm sure you guys noticed that I'm kind of using the term of the aspect um, along with the amount of degrees it is interchangeably. Um, and I'm not trying to do that to confuse you. I'm not trying to confuse you in, at, at all. But I'm kind of like doing it so that you'll get more of an understanding of square is the 90 degree and sextile is the 60 degrees. And it also helps me too because it kind of keeps me in check um, to what they mean. Okay. But please let me know if it is confusing you in any way and I will try to reward things. Okay. So... Let's see, where am I? Um, Thursday, the moon will be void from 2.52 a.m. to 8.59 a.m. And then it enters Aquarius. And then the moon and Jupiter will be at 90 degrees apart, square, at 12, at, sorry, 10.10 p.m. And on Friday, the moon is at 90 degrees from Uranus at 3.35 p.m., and then the new moon will be at 20 degrees Aquarius and will be void from 5.59 p.m. until 8.42 a.m. Saturday. All right, so when the moon is in Sagittarius, it's a good time to spend outdoors and maybe even take a trip for a couple of days. Be careful of being too bossy when the moon is in Capricorn but you might want to consider rules and guidelines. Around this time, as the moon squares with Neptune, is when you might feel a bit impressionable and gullible. But once the moon sextiles Saturn, you may have the urge to help someone in need. Wednesday is a time for exciting change. Thursday could be a different story, as the sun squaring, squaring with Uranus can indicate some sort of crisis. Remember, the new moon on Friday will be a great time to start something new. 
So having the moon squaring Uranus will allow us a quick mind, which is good if we are going to start something new. Which brings me back to the universal month number one that we mentioned before, because the number one represents the beginning. So think about that project or task you will start during the new moon. Also, a great time to go for a prominent position, perhaps in management, if you'd been considering it. All right, so that's it for the astrological forecast. Now for the spell of day, or the spell of the week as it is for this, but I am taking it from the spell of day almanac. And let's see, it's on page 32. So this is the, um, for February 4, which will be Sunday, the color of the day is gold and the incense of the day is eucalyptus. And the spell is called magical purpose. An altar can be as simple as a collection of beautiful objects, but there's also power in creating a space that's designed to support magical work. You can build a working altar by starting with a blank slate and adding only the items that have a, spe that have a specific magical function. For instance, you might include a ritual blade to banish or cut away unwanted energies or a cup or bowl to contain energy. The space can be set up however you choose. The key is to have a clean, have a clear reason for including each item. Then, consecrate each object for its chosen purpose. Begin by focusing on your breath, coming to a centered, focused state of mind. Then, visualize the object carrying out its intended function. For example, seeing the blade cutting through unwanted energy and dispelling it. Maintain the image as the energy of this function builds within you. Then hold the object in both hands, sending the energy into the object as you say. I call upon this item to state the purpose, so mote it be. And that is written by Melissa Tipton. And by the way, you would do that for each item. Okay. And as usual, I will have that on the Facebook page. All right, now for the Everyday Spells card. And this is for unwanted visitors. You'll need two pinches cayenne pepper, one teaspoon black pepper, and two pinches of cinnamon. Combine all the spices together, then throw the spice mix down the drain, visualizing the person you want to banish. Ideally, use this spell with the person you want to leave in the house. Get ready to hand them their coat and say goodbye. All right, so I will post that on the page as well. And next is the Oracle card. And I chose the deck Fairy Wisdom Oracle by Amy Brown and Nancy Brown. And I love this deck. I have mentioned it to you guys before. Unless you're new here, of course. Welcome, by the way, if you're new here. And if you've been here all along or have been here for a while, welcome back. And I am going to give the cards a good shuffle. 
I love Amy Brown Fairies. Amy Brown is one of my favorite artists. Um, she has, in my opinion, the best looking fairies and other magical creatures. Um, it's just amazing. And this deck has a hardcover book. And oh my goodness, as you can imagine, the images on these cards are beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. All right. Now, let's see. The Chakra Fairy. Let me find it in the book. It is card number 53. All right. So, the key word for this card is alignment. Chakras are whirling spheres of energy that hold our astral and etherical, etheric bodies within our physical bodies. They channel the energy we receive from the universe and put it into a form that is usable within the human body. These spheres regulate and balance all the energies that vibrate through us. All is well as long as these fields of energy are in alignment. However, if they become bogged down or spin at the wrong vibration, issues can arise. Problems can include ill health, low energy, depression, mental or emotional conditions. It is a good idea to do a chakra exercise daily. This need not take a long time to do. If you are pinched for time, ask your elemental helpers to balance your chakras for you. They will be glad to do so. One easy method for balancing chakras is through visible visualization. And I'm going to read it to you as if you are doing a guided meditation, okay? Sit in a chair or recline on a bed. You may light a candle or play soft music. Just be comfortable and warm enough to be able to relax thoroughly. Now, begin breathing regularly, starting with nice, deep breaths. And after a few breaths, move down into a steady breathing, just as you would when you go to bed at night. Visualize before you a beautiful, clear, red mist. Now breathe that mist way down deep into your body. Exhale any negative energies or worries that may have been bothering you. Breathe this red mist into your body for several breaths until it feels like you are done. Next, see an orange mist before you and begin to breathe in this clear, bright orange mist. Continue with yellow, then green, then blue, next indigo and violet. 
I like to finish by visualizing the clear white light. This is like the finishing touch that strengthens the connection to spirit. All right. And the chant that comes with this card says, I recognize the patterns of energy that flow through and about my body. These energies are in perfect divine balance. My health is radiant. My mind is clear. I am in harmony. I give thanks to spirit. So be it. And then the affirmation on here says, spin a top today. Wow, I haven't you I haven't played with tops in a long time. You know those spinny things you put on the table? All right, everybody. So before I end this episode, I want to ask you guys for a favor. Um when you get a moment, go on over to Apple or Spotify if you listen to this podcast on one of those on one of those platforms um, and go ahead and give the show a rating. Um, I would love for you to give me a five-star rating, but go ahead and go ahead and rate the show. And if you have time, go ahead and give it a review. But rating the show will really help this podcast um, to be seen in the search engines. Okay? The... it. It's something to do with the algorithm. I know I've mentioned it before, but it would really help out with the show to get more people to find it. So if you can do that, once you get a moment, I would really appreciate it if you did that. All right, everyone, that is it for today. Have a very magical week. And by the way, thanks in advance. If you like this episode or show, please consider going over to Apple or Spotify to give me a rating and review. It will really help with the algorithm of the show. Share with your friends and follow me at Witch Magic on Instagram. You can also join us on the Witch Magic Facebook group. If you would like to support the show even more, you can check out my Patreon and Coffee pages and join the tier of your choosing and budget for extra perks as well as helping me maybe get a cup of tea. Thanks everyone.